This episode of the Open Ended Podcast is sponsored by MakeSpace. Wish you had more space in your home? Use MakeSpace. They'll pick up, store, and deliver your stuff. Get started at MakeSpace.com and use the code CHICAGO50 to get $50 of free storage. That is MakeSpace here at the Open Ended Podcast. And we also have um, a few Patreon supporters we want to give a shout out to. We have Amy. Amy. Stuart. Stuart. Classy. Classy. Jennifer. Jennifer. Joelle. Joelle. Will. Will. Quote unquote Michael. Quote unquote Michael. And the Revision Path Podcast. Revision Path Podcast. Thank you so much, guys. And if you want to continue um, helping us support this crazy adventure we like to call the Open End Podcast, you can go to openended.fm slash donate. Or you can become a member at Patreon starting at $1 a month at patreon.com slash ended. We really appreciate it. We really do. This is the Open Ended Podcast. I'm Sarah Vincent. And I'm James T. Green. Okay, open-ended listeners. Get up and work your butt into shape. Only have five minutes. Then you've got time for any of these workouts that can last calories for leave cramps, triple your results, and even help you have great sex. This exercise is done standing and focuses on the inner thigh and the hip legs or as you lift your knee and rotate your thigh to get the inner thigh to engage. Lying on your left side you lift your left leg as high as you can, using short pulses at the top of the range of motion, this focuses completely on the inner thigh. You have some muscle working to stabilize your hips but no other motions. This exercise is identical to the previous exercise with the exception of the motion of the leg. Instead of a short pulse you use as much range of motion as you can without touching the ground. How are you, sir? I'm good. Um, last week we talked about the transitional periods we were in our employment, and I can say that by the time this episode drops, I will be an employed person. Yeah, that is really, really exciting. I'll be an employed person. Yeah, I kind of um, alluded to something that I was excited. Hopefully it would pan out, and it did. Um, I got hired. I'm working in a nonprofit. And I'll be their communications coordinator. So I'll be doing a lot of really fun stuff. Um, also, like from posting on their social media, um, social media, but also like editing internal communications within the organization. Mm-hmm. And um, it's in my field. <laughs> it's in. Right. Um, it's for a graduate medical education. So um, it's the first time in about five years that I've actually worked in my field, which is really <laughs> great. Last time I was working in my field, I was in college. So, um, yeah, it's been a long time coming and I'm just really thrilled to not just be employed, but also be somewhere where I can grow and also want to grow in the company. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like I've had opportunities where I can, you know, grow and, and I have grown in companies, but it's not something that I actually really wanted to do. So um, as far as growing and then like five years later, like, oh, I didn't want to be in this. Like, this is not what I signed yeah. up for. I didn't, I didn't go to school for this. I didn't want, this is not my passion. So um, <laughs> yeah, I hate that word, but you know what I mean? But let's, yeah, you know, yeah. Today, Monday, um, Indigenous People Day. Yeah. We're not going to, we're not going to 
comment on the other person yeah. that decided that Chicago decided to have a fucking parade over. We're not gonna we're not gonna acknowledge that human being. The only Christopher I acknowledge is Wallace, so <laughs> that's it. That's fair. Uh, only Chris Columbus I like is a guy who directed the first Harry Potter movies. Right, right, right. So right. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I've been playing. Sucking <laughs> nerds. No more fun employment for me. So what about you, James? I'm actually pretty good. Um, I had a pretty relaxing weekend, pretty mm-hmm. relaxing um, week. I really, I don't know, I really kind of felt like I found myself as far as like my flow and how I go about this wild world. Um, <laughs> more along the lines of just geeking out and really researching ways to make this podcast sound better. Um, so as we're talking right now, we have upgraded our systems thanks to fine donations from people. Mm-hmm. Um, thank and, you guys. And, and Mike's, um, thanks to y'all. We're using a actual mixer for the first time. I'm learning about XLR setups and <laughs> we've upgraded from USB mics. So, you know, you can hear all of our dulcet tones in your in your ears mm-hmm. right now um so you can hear me breathing <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so it's just been really been that this week the chicago marathon happened uh, yeah. this weekend um and um me and what are we gonna call sine this week sine <laughs> <laughs> we know who she is like we got yeah. a whole episode about her okay so i feel like now we can so like my, just call her sine we i don't know i like i like peachy emoji um so my peach little, emoji is pretty good so my little peach emoji and i we always watch the chicago marathon um every year because it runs right through our neighborhood of Pilsen. we walk a block from our house and we're right on the marathon route and it was especially great this year because we knew two friends that were running in it Mm-hmm. Um, so it got me thinking a lot about um, kind of what you pitched for this week to talk about. Yeah. And that's about, you you know, technology and fitness, how it seems like it's something that we use with our bodies. But yet there's a lot of technology that's wrapped around in our bodies, mm-hmm. you know. And like that just inching us even closer and closer for us to be controlled by the robots yeah i'm totally down for the robot takeover shout out to (laughs) roborism i really am down once again as i said for us to become androids and for us to become you know extensions of ourselves i know i was thinking about it especially because um for the first time i was able to track my friends yeah um using like this technology to track uh runners during the marathon yeah i did that a couple of years ago when um, my good friend keaton he ran it yeah and um i would see his little his little, his little dot go across <laughs> the city which is really fun yeah it was really fascinating like uh the the marathon they had their own system mm-hmm. where you could uh, text a number and you would text their, I forgot what they call it, like their tag number or something like that. And it would then text you back their updates on where they were moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and also um, my other friend, which is uh, her fiance, he was able to track her exact position using uh, the Find My Friends app on iOS. Mm-hmm. And he was like, then sending us audio messages because the texting was really bad uh, of like where she was because he was in a different location. It really kind of felt like, oh, man, we live in the future. (laughs) (laughs) And I was geeking out. That's cool. Yeah, I remember Keaton, he would, um, he had a couple of like Facebook posts queued up. And so he would like post while he was on 
during the run, like while he was running, he would like hmm. post from his phone and had like a couple of like stuff. Because the whole idea was that he was proposing at his wife to his wife at the end of it. No, that's so cute. It's very cute. Oh my god. Yeah, and like he used the shoelaces from his to wrap around her finger as like a because he didn't have a ring yet. He got the ring eventually from his his mom, but um yeah that's how they proposed to each other that's so cute and it was kind of like his, his one of his favorite songs is by gosh the protectors i think their name is hmm. um i'll walk 500 miles i will walk 500 oh miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so that yeah. was kind of the whole thing of uh, it was very corny very sweet but that's very keaton he's very sweet and corny so mm. um and it fit them as a couple so oh you know, i mean God. yeah they both made appearances in past episodes early episodes of open impact guys um abby and keaton but that is right yeah but um yeah that's how he proposed to her and actually the first time he ran the marathon that's when they uh, he like decided i'm gonna start dating you again oh my yeah God. That's so, so cute. yeah it's they're special <laughs> <laughs> they're very sweet yeah. very sweet didn't see it this year i was elsewhere i was in the far south side of chicago which i'll talk about later in the episode but um I was interested though. You had mentioned on Twitter about all the different gears <laughs> oh that you had God. mentioned, and, like yeah, <laughs> and like kind of different um, wearables you saw people do. Yeah. Like, what wh- were what were they? Oh my God! So of course, like I'm I'm terrible, and I can never just watch something for the sake of watching something. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you can't just be so, a spectator. I just can't be a spectator. So of course, I had to make this into some sort of thing to capture even more detail. Um, so what I did was for five minutes, I scan every runner <laughs> that passed by and out of curiosity, I was like, hmm, I wonder what type of wearable devices that they're going to be using um, throughout that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I was curious of, you know, this this year particularly, um, wearable devices have really been taking off. Um, yeah. Aside from like the nerd culture and like, you know, like my dad has an Apple Watch. So, you know, that says a lot. Right. Um, so I was just curious. Like, it's, hmm. it's mainstream now, for sure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, um, which is exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, like, and, to that point, mm-hmm. the reason why we brought it up is because, like, it takes me a long time to, like, get on the bandwagon for technology. And I'm like, mm-hmm. now I'm like, I want I want one. <laughs> and I've been thinking about it for a while. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that I saw, like, you know, I'm, I, I was a pretty big watch nerd um, a few years ago. So I, I was able to spot, like, you know, somebody had a tag hewer. And mm-hmm. someone, of course, had, like, I saw a couple of Casios, uh, mm-hmm. you know, some nice uh, rubber, rubberized banded Casios um, in the mix. Uh, but as far as like digitally minded watches, um, I saw a crap ton of Fitbit flexes um, and uh, Fitbit surges, mm-hmm. um, and I, I know that definitely has to attribute itself to Fitbit being first. Uh, well, not necessarily first, but one of the first people on the market um, mm-hmm. to like capture uh, health tracking, and it's super cheap. Yeah, get. and that's why I'm more or less in the market too because it's gotten to a point mm-hmm. now where i can get it and not you know break the bank right because right. well as much as i i do like watching tech um tech blogs and and seeing the progression of certain technologies i usually can't afford it right right, right. <laughs> or or rather i rather do other things with my money as opposed to spending like you know 
a couple of G's on one thing, which I know mm-hmm. is an investment, and that's whomever. Everyone, that's great. That's your decision, but I mm-hmm. decided to spend my money in a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. So for me, if I want, I I like having everything. So for right. me to be able to afford it at a at a certain price point, it's nice, and that's why I'm kind of now in the market for mm-hmm. one. And, right, right, right. But I'm also interested, like, what's the difference? Like, what's the um. Oh gosh, I'm probably just asking a bunch of stuff, but like the Fitbit Surge, and what's the difference between that one and the other one you mentioned? Oh man, so like I've had quite a few Fitbits back in the day. Okay. Um, I had the Fitbit Flex, and yeah, Fitbit Flex. Uh, the Fitbit Flex, um, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, kind of the cheapest one, if mm-hmm. you think. Um, I know for a fact that with the Fitbit Flex, um, they had no screen on it. Um, but the thing about it was it was great because it mostly just tracked um, sleep and steps. Um, but the thing that really sucked about it was that it uh, had its own proprietary software. Mm. Um, so it didn't integrate with Apple's health, uh, which was really important to me. You know, it didn't integrate with some of their apps. Um, and it was kind of clunky. And the bands really irritated my skin. Okay. Um, and okay. <laughs> I have a lot of gripes. No, hence, no, no. Hence, that's hence why, good, though. Yeah, hence why I don't wear it anymore. Um, right. Aside yeah. from the fact that like, I have an Apple Watch now, but the bands were super cheap. They broke on you um, mm. within like three weeks. Um, and then also I'm pretty active. So, you know, with a lot of bending, they broke at the weakest point, which is uh, where there is like a small plastic piece where the lights are. Um, so that was the flex. Okay. Um, the surge is something that I've not tried, and that's the one that I saw that's been pretty popular. I know quite a people, a few people with it. Um, has a little bit of a larger screen. There is a traditional um, um, clock interface on it, um, and I know it does have a heart rate monitor. Yeah, because that's um, the, that, cause right. the surge one. It's the one I was looking at. Right, right, right. More because I like the the bigger screen. That's what I mm-hmm. want. I want to be able to have be able to see it. Honestly, right, right, exactly. And it just seemed like it had a little more to give mm-hmm. and also i think that the rest of the band the band that you're mentioning on the flux look cheap yeah, yeah it looked like it would fall apart i mean i know people that really love them i'm personally not a fan because you know if i have something on my wrist i want it to look the best that it can be mm-hmm. and you know i i look at jewelry as an expression of myself and you know i like to think i'm a pretty fashionable guy Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Sure. Uh, <laughs> sure, right? Sorry. That's <laughs> and, a, that that and, doesn't sound uh, um, as enthusiastic. No, it's okay. Or, you know, no, it's actually, okay. No, he looks so, jack for today. He's got his, like, his little button up. He's got his, like, his jewelry, like, kind of yeah. like a bolo tie going. Yeah. Um, he's, got his, and, he's got his braids back. Look at him. <laughs> doing it well. Right. And exactly. This outfit would look hella bogus if I had on, like, this big-ass Fitbit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, so, oh, and you're wearing that? Yeah, and I'm wearing that. So, oh. you know. Um, he clearly so, doesn't care about his appearance. Right. Because <laughs> that's what people were thinking. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. <laughs> but, but it's a personal thing. Like, it's yeah, an expression of myself. Um, gotcha. Hence why I went with the Apple Watch. And as well as the integration with all the other products I have surrounding yeah. my life. I think um, if I had more Apple products, the only thing I have with Apple is the phone. Mm-hmm. If I had more, like I had a MacBook, if I had a tablet, um, an iPad, I think I would probably end up getting the Apple Watch anyway, just because it integrates more with my with my devices. Mm-hmm. But I only have is the phone. I don't know if that's a big enough reason. It is. It is. But, you know, again, it's like to each their own. Yeah, you know I don't I mean? know. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> this, this, is, this is my cheapskate side. I'm like, mm. Mm. 
gonna spend that much money on the thing. Yeah. But hey, so, I don't th- know. Things cost money. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's yeah. it's stupid. I don't know why. I'm just like I don't. I I, just, I hate. I I get terrified about spending any money. Mm. You can rest assured that you're getting both good quality and a good deal. But, so, are you like now on the train of kind of doing constant? fitness tracking like is that something you're interested in now yeah the thing is is that like um this year i've lost about 25 pounds which is good mm-hmm. and i'm consistent and I've, but the thing is i've like hit a wall and i haven't been able to lose anymore so i'm trying to figure out what within my day i can do to at least because I, I work out three times a week mm-hmm. in the morning and that's fine, but like I feel like I need to do other things in my day to actually maybe trigger my metabolism so I can start burning more fat. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to keep track what I'm actually doing throughout the day so I know what I need to work on. Mm-hmm. So I think tracking my fitness or checking my, you know, my activities will be a little better in that way. I can hopefully see where I'm lacking and mm-hmm. try to fix that. So it's like a um, a motivation device. It's kind of like sure. how you're looking at it as. Yeah, sure. And I think that's what I need, too, because um, like when you mentioned a few episodes ago, well, not a few, but several episodes ago, when you first got your Apple Watch, how they have the heartbeats. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. they kind of remind you, you haven't walked in a while. Mm-hmm. I need that. Well, I, yeah, the the stand reminders, right? Mm-hmm. Or the walking around, like you haven't done, you haven't, you haven't been sitting down for too long. Like that's mm-hmm. the kind of thing I need. And um, I think being being able to track that kind of fitness, um, being able to track it will help. Mm-hmm. But then again, I haven't really had that kind of interaction with my technology before as far as that fitness. So I don't know if it will actually help or not. Mm-hmm. I'm optimistic. You were saying that you've stopped tracking. So why have you stopped? Oh, man. So this is a little bit of a long story. Well, I guess not really a long story. We've got um, a podcast. We've got listeners. Yeah. I can listen. Yeah. Um, for a while, I've been really adamant about tracking um, a lot of aspects of my fitness. Um, mm-hmm. Everything from sleep tracking to water tracking to eating and everything in between. Um, but then, like... It was weird. Like when I was in the middle of doing all this, there was this part of me that felt really bad. Um, and it was almost like this sense of body dysmorphia um, that was mm. occurring. And I was like kind of relapsing a bit to how I felt a lot as um, as a younger person sure. and kind of hating myself. Um, and it was like it was getting to the point where it was so obsessive and I have an incredibly obsessive personality and we've talked so much about this show about, um, my anxiety and all that. And it was getting to the point where it was becoming obsessive to the point of anxiety driven. And I, I just stopped. I just was like, I can't do this anymore. I mean, that's um, great and, that you and, saw and, that too, that you yeah, were yeah, aware yeah. enough, self-aware enough mm-hmm. to realize that this is probably a culture yeah. of anxiety. Yeah, but but what I have been doing though is doing is still leaving on the passive forms of tracking, mm. and what I call that is like, for instance, on my Apple Watch, I have those activity rings that sit on my watch face mm-hmm. that tells me my active, uh, like sort of like my active state currently. Mm-hmm. Um, so things like telling me if I haven't stood enough today, or 
how much have I exercised? And I've just been using those as motivators to get me going. And that seems to be the perfect blend of not triggering my anxiety by being so compulsive of the numbers for my weight, the amount of calories I'm taking in, the yeah. amount of cups of water I've been drinking, and just looking at that and seeing, yeah, I rode my bike 10 miles today. I filled my green activity ring. I had a pretty good day. And I ate to the point where I felt full and not stuffed. And I didn't feel tired. I took a nap. And kind of like looking at those methods and trying to tune into my body more as more of a feeling versus a data set. Um, and that's been working well yeah, for intuitive, anxiety, Intuitive, you know, yeah. fitness, which I think is probably the best kind. Yeah. I think it was more like I was really frustrated with... Um, and this is, again, it's one of those things where I kind of wished for like a strange wish list of I'm interacting too much with the technology to enter stuff in when I just want it to passively work itself. Like it's the point where it's interfacing too much into my real life. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm every time I'm eating something or drinking something, I have to put in a data set. It's like this is a blocking point of what it is that I need to focus on versus something that's passive and taking it in without me noticing like the activity rings. Yeah. And I think that's something I would be more inclined to even purchasing. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm not sure that exists probably doesn't at this point. I think we're thinking maybe five years down the line, maybe, mm -hmm. but um, which is something I would be interested in because I I think uh, that's another thing that kind of like stopped me from getting it too is keeping track of it. If I have to do like manually, Mm-hmm. I fall off. Like I'm, I'll be real. Right. Like I would, I would do for like a solid week. Like, yeah, man, I'm gonna kick this shit in the ass. I'm gonna count all calories, everything. Right. And then after a week, you know, I fall off. And then of course, you know, that, you know that comes right after it is a self deprecation, that yep. self hatred. It's yep. like you can't even get it together for a whole goddamn week. What the hell's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the reason why I'm like. Eh, do I want this? Do I want to actively put myself in a situation where I'm going to hate myself in two weeks? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I want to get one because I do want to be healthy mm-hmm. and I do care about my fitness and I do care about what I do with my body, but it's just, you know, at what cost I mm-hmm. guess is what I'm concerned about. And I guess it's, you know, this is getting more into like a soul searching kind of thing. Yeah. But well, that's, a, that's the point of open ended. <laughs> oh my god yeah. but um yeah i think it's something i do want to explore more and i also just want to make sure that i get the right products i don't want to get something that not just won't work you know as an actual technology but work for me mm-hmm. i think that that's the biggest thing right so not that i fall apart in a, in two weeks or whatever because the band doesn't work but it also doesn't like work for me as my as a, as a consumer mm-hmm yeah well we'll have to just check in with you yeah uh, definitely this is definitely going to be like a follow-up episode to this yeah sure. yeah well we could just make it a <laughs> weekly shares health corner oh yeah that's and fine <laughs> like checking in yeah check in on share seeing how your fitbit's going or yeah you know, whatever you decide because i do. will probably be getting one soon yeah it is starting new jobs so i'm trying not to spend the money that i don't have yet <laughs> right but um i'm just gonna you know, maybe a Christmas present because Christmas is around the corner. Yeah, true that. So I don't know. We'll, I'll figure it out. But yeah. um, trying to give myself some time because I'm not in a rush. It's not a race. It's a marathon. <laughs> oh my god, you just totally looped this uh, episode <laughs> right next to another. Yeah, it's it. You're quite charming. <laughs>
This week, we'd like to give a special shout out from the Chicago Podcast Co-op to Blurry Photos. Blurry Photos humorously sheds light on the shadowy topics of the world, from cryptozoology and the paranormal to conspiracies and the unexplained. Dave and David want you to learn something weird. It's like German <laughs> and also googly boogly. <laughs> Hi, everybody, <laughs> and welcome to the ultimate month <laughs> yeah. of the year for Blurry Photos. That's right. Welcome to Blurry Photober! <laughs> I think we can I think we could skip the unison speaking part as long as we just have the laugh. <laughs> I'm Dave Stecco. I'm David Flora. Whoa! I like the music stuff. Yeah, I, I always like the word cryptozoology anyway. Just, it's a really fun word to say. And it has like a Y and a Z. It's basically the whole alphabet. So, <laughs> it's really fun. And you were the one who knew how to pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> I got done learning on phonics. <laughs> well, it's hooked on phonics, damn it. Oh, well. <laughs> that is Blurry Photos here at the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Hey, Sher. Hey. <laughs> Why you always gotta? I'm sorry. I'm just fucking so, my flow. Cause I'm so thirsty. I know you're so thirsty. You know what <laughs> so I'm thirsty, thirsty for right now? That this Lacroix ain't fitting for me right now. As I'm drinking in this studio right now, it's time for open call. Oh open call time. What? What are you digging this week? Oh man! So on the top of the show, I talked about. Um, that I was on the south side of Chicago this weekend. But um, yeah, I ran into a really dear high school friend of mine that I hadn't seen, gosh, in like nine years. And, you know, I've talked about on at length how I'm terrible at Facebook. That That is not something that's new. That's been kind of how it's always been. So I'm terrible at keeping up with friends. Honestly, if you are a friend of mine and you don't text me after six months, I forget you exist. So um, That's very relevant. Yeah. So um, I haven't seen her in a really long time and we ran into each other. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't seen me in years. And so we were chatting, catching up. And she had mentioned that she she doesn't live in the city anymore, but she's going to be in town for a couple of weeks. And she wanted to invite me to her father's church, which is on the south side of Chicago, called Salem Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. It's a pastor there. has been a pastor there for... Very famous church. Very famous church. And um, I was like, hell yeah. I hadn't been there since high school. So I, I went, and it was lovely service. They sang a lot of songs that I sang in choir in elementary school and in high school and then a few other friends of ours who were in choir with us in high school were also in the congregation so afterwards we're like reminiscing mostly about our concert choir experience which was i was in concert choir all four years of high school and it was a very intense very competitive choir we we competed with other schools in the city as well as state national like it was a very intense choir and um just reminiscing about the songs we sang. And there was one in particular that I think all of us unanimously really enjoyed and love. And it's a song that was arranged by this um, conductor called Eric Whitaker. Mm-hmm. And the song was called Sleep. Hmm. Um, Sleep is a Robert Frost poem. Oh, really? Um, well, it's not called Sleep, but the, 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 the lyrics of the song is from a Robert Frost song um, mm-hmm. poem. And it's essentially about this man who looks at this little provincial town from a hill, and it's snowing, and he's just in his mind. He can't, um, he can't stop. He can't sleep because he's wondering about all the stories, all the 
little happenings within this town. Mm-hmm. And he just passes it by, but when he's in his bed at night, he can't not think about this town that he walked across. Hmm. So um, it's just... Ugh, it's the prettiest song I've ever heard, honestly. It's just beautiful. It has a lot of minor and major chords clashing with each other. And it's a four-part harmony. Oh, actually, sorry. It's eight-part harmony. Wow. So, um, yeah, it was really fun to hear that song again because I hadn't heard it, heard it in years over the weekend. And uh, I was listening to it all day today. It's like a five-minute song, but it's perfect. Oh. And um, I was a first soprano in choir. And I hadn't heard that song in time, and so I'm hearing the first soprano part. I'm like, "Holy shit! Did I see that?" Like, and like, like I couldn't even comprehend even seeing that now. I don't know if I'm still first soprano. I maybe, maybe I don't know. But my voice has always been this register. Like my my speaking voice has always been this deep. So when I I, I remember telling my mom when I got home after auditioning for Quantico Choir, and they put me in first soprano. I was like, "You're first soprano?" I'm like, I know. I don't get that it. That is a surprise. Yeah, but I was. Yeah, like I, the highest notes I know were singing number was like D above high C. Mm-hmm. I had to sing that full voiced, full vibrato. So yeah, craziness. But um, yeah, that was really fun memory lane um, excursion this weekend. So Sleep by Eric Whitaker. It's a very lovely song. And um, yeah, that's my open call this week. What about you, James? All right. So, my open call um, is a series of archived recordings um, from no one other than the great department store called Kmart. So, about let me let me tell you about Kmart. Kmart. So yeah, yeah. lay away. <laughs> yeah, let me t- let me tell you about that blue light special. So, <laughs> Kmart. So Kmart. Um, if you're unfamiliar, they are a fine purveyor of goods. Um, <laughs> I don't if, think, if, if you, I don't if think you Kmart watching, or Purveyor has ever been the same sentence before. If, if you were if you were watching, I'm like Cheryl almost spit all of her fizzy water. Everywhere. So yeah, a fine purveyor of um, archival and um, artisan goods, uh, oh handmade God, <laughs> from stop. the forests of Portland, Oregon. Oh no, no, I mean no. They make they make cheap clothes. They make cheap housewares. Kathy Ireland um, has a line of clothes. And, and occasionally they have little Caesars in the back, which is the most baller thing about the whole Kmart. Anyway, I have a soft spot for Muzak. Um, and I didn't say that. It, I meant Muzak, M-U-Z-A-K. I love um, elevator music. I love um, really bad covers of popular music. And, mm, I do too. Um, yeah, like I love... It, Muzak uh, is great. Yeah. Um, it has I, a place really, in, in, in the stratosphere. Yeah, um, I really like vaporware a lot. Uh, (laughs) So, I was informed, um, I think we talked about how I'm a part of so many Slack groups. Well, um, a friend of mine in a Slack group uh, posted this uh, thing about um, this guy um, in our very own... A uh, fine state of Illinois, uh, the city of Naperville, a, a, fine, <laughs> a fine suburb of our lovely city of Chicago. He has been working at a Kmart uh, for quite a few years, um, particularly in the late 80s and early 90s. And when he got a new tape of the uh, loop of um, b- background music and uh, announcements and things of that nature, he slipped an extra copy of the tapes in his pocket and kept them for decades and he's done the lord's work and (laughs) he's digitized like over 50 of these tapes and placed them on archive.org so listening to it (laughs) 
listening to it is just butter smooth nostalgia of October of 1989 is the first recording on there. And, oh my god, October? And, that's yeah. a, that's like we're in October right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's and like it's just like so perfect. Years ago, so years yeah, ago. I listened to this hour long recording yesterday while I was making food and it was awesome. Like it was just like these smooth jazz covers. There was like this really bad cover of September um by oh man, Earth Wind and Fire. Um, and yeah, exactly. Except it was like pitched up a little higher, Do and it was like, remember? yeah, it sounded like that. Um, and then intertwined, they kept all the original Kmart uh, announcements, including <laughs> Martha Stewart and her line of collective goods. Oh my gosh! And her bounce halls are pretty rad, though. My gosh, you will get lost in this collection of archives. I've been downloading them to my iTunes. Um, I if I don't sleep. I will be chopping up bits and pieces to drop into these episodes um, of this archival music and perhaps making remixes. I don't know. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I will, I will shout you out. I forgot your name. Um, gentleman who has been keeping these Kmart tapes and you've placed them on archive.org. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. For, thank you. Thank you. God's work. <laughs> so we did it. We, we did, did it. it. We episode, did it, yeah. Yeah, episode 24. 24. 24. We are one episode away from renting a car without having a fee. Oh my gosh, that's right. We're almost a quarter century. Yeah, yeah. We our episode is at the point where they start rethinking their career. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do when you don't grow up? <laughs> this episode is at the point when student loan payments start coming in. Yeah, this episode is when you're thinking, should I continue to say, m- date my college boyfriend? Yeah, this is this is the point. This is really big. So it's a new point. We're growing up so fast. Oh um, but yeah, thank you again for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you again to the Patreon supporters for this week. You can do it on you. You literally keep this boat afloat. Mm-hmm. And you allow us to be able to do this. And another shout out to the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Um, Absolutely, thank you guys so much. We could yeah. we literally could not do this without you guys. Yeah, for providing sponsorships and um, helping us out with this new mic setup and mm-hmm. everything. So yeah, until next week, we'll see you. We'll see you. Bye. If you like what you heard on this last episode of the Open Ended Podcast, please give us a shout out on iTunes, either by rating us a five star so we can get higher in the charts or leaving a review. We really appreciate it. Until next time, keep things open ended. Oh, by the way, um, Sine said, totally good for B-dubs. Hey, and also I get to see my, my boo. Well, no, no, no. Like we, like she's not feeling good. Oh. So she said, like it's cool. Like so it's just. Well, I'll just I'll be eating in her honor. All right. Anyway, let's start this. Oh, damn. Okay. So (laughs) anyway, I don't care about your love for your my wife. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. All right. So, um, so we're starting our conversation in three, two, one.